Welcome to Kids Ministry Coffee Break, brought to you by the Sunday School Store, where you as a leader in ministry get five minutes to recharge your soul and be encouraged in your mind and in your spirit. So grab your cup, take a breath, and let's take a moment together for you. Hey, and we're back. It's Thursday, and we're here to reflect upon Luke 21. A strange passage. I mean, one of the stranger ones. It's kind of, what do you do with this passage? Plenty of people out there, they they have all sorts of ideas of what to do with this passage. I'm not sure that many of the ones I have heard have been particularly connected to the context. So I could run through the context. I'll do it really quick. Basically, we uh, our, our third gospel, Luke, we believe was written around 80 to 85 CE or AD, depending on how you say it. So... Jesus was resurrected, you know, taught, did all of that between about 30 and 33. And so this is 50 years later that it is written down. At least there were oral stories, oral versions of it for a time, but then they started being written down. And there's debate about why then, why did it start getting written down then, not before, and that's a conversation for another day. What is important in the history timeline is that in the late 60s, the Jewish people revolted against Rome. Rome left Jerusalem after being risen up against, but only to amass forces, and then a few years later come in and destroy Jerusalem and destroy the temple completely. So in 67, the revolt started. In 70, Rome came in and laid waste. Yeah, that's what Rome does. And Jesus had been trying to warn them so much of what we find in our Gospels, what Jesus is saying, foretelling of this kind of doom, this really hard time coming. It's, it's exactly what happened. Jesus could see that they were focused and, and just fixated on going to war as the way to bring Israel out of the ashes of domination and oppression and to become a great nation again. And Jesus keeps telling them, if you keep down this path of destruction, it is not going to go well. And so that's where our passage comes from today. They're looking at the temple, focused on all the way that it looks and all these wonderful things. And Jesus says, you know, it's it's forgotten its place, its purpose. Uh, you're looking at the temple and you're awed by it. But this was always supposed to be a place that the nation saw as a light that was supposed to draw people in because the temple is the one place on the entire planet where God's realm and the world, the earth, humanity, come together, overlap, and interlock in this inner chamber of the inner chambers of the temple, the holy of holies. That's where God's presence resides, and it overlaps. Way back at the beginning, Genesis 1, the whole thing was a temple. All creation was a temple. All the plants, the animals, everything was a place where God's presence dwelled with humanity. We are the images of God. That's temple language. But then you know the story. Things didn't go uh, the way they should have, and there was a separation. And so the temple was the one place where the separation didn't exist. It was all one. And the story was always hopeful that one day the whole earth would return to that state where everything is united in God. And the temple was supposed to be that kind of holding place, the place that pre-exists the reality where all things are made new. 
But people had been so focused on the temple and its religion and its status and its routines and, and how it was better than everything else the world had to offer, and pretty soon it became a place of division, and the temple priests were amassing great fortunes on the backs of people that weren't Jewish or people that were Jewish but were way down the system that were the lower, lower class, and so they exploited them, which is why Jesus flipped tables. And Jesus is trying to show them by cleansing the temple that this is not what it was meant to be. You're so focused on how beautiful it is, you've lost sight at how far it's come from what it was intended to be. And we do that. You may have something in your church, a room, a space, you know, it's our sanctuary and ours where we have all these symbols and these things that help us get in the right state of heart and mind when we enter into it. And that's its point. It's supposed to be a sacred place, different from the space outside of those walls. And it's supposed to be a place where we can draw in together and experience the overlapping of where God's realm, heaven, comes to the earth, where the kingdom exists. It's supposed to be this taste, not quite the full picture, but, but a piece. And then we get so focused on what the room looks like and what symbols are there and who gave what piece of furniture and how, you, how dare someone move it or what music is played or what song should or shouldn't be played, what instruments should or shouldn't be there. And before long, this is a place of contention where some people don't feel welcomed. Some people feel like if they don't have the right clothes, they don't look right, they don't act right, that they, are not, they don't belong. And it becomes a reminder of all the things that aren't good about them and then it becomes a place of division because some people want control of that space. And you know this story. You know it. I know you know it. It's not what it was meant to be. And Jesus is calling them into a new way to remember. And it's important for us to think about the spaces we create as ministers. Are we creating the spaces to draw people in, to experience that overlapping? Or has it become about something else? And you know what? It happens. It happens to all of us. It's nothing to be judgmental about, but it is something to be intentional about, to remember, to have conversations, be in prayer, and continue to revisit, to continue to struggle, right? Struggle with God. That's who we are. Struggle with your space. Struggle with your traditions. Evaluate them. Are they doing what they were intended to do? And if not, hey, it's no time like the present. Be in some prayer, make some changes, and keep moving forward.